Cougs House. All right, so what is the common denominator between the Big 12 charity work around Houston and beef? The Houston Cougar Offensive Line. Trust me, let's get into it. You are Locked On Cougs, your daily podcast on the Houston Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cougs, the daily podcast about your Houston Cougars. I'm your host, Houston-born teacher and coach. And thank you for making us your number one stop for Houston Cougar content on a daily basis. We appreciate you making Locked On Cougs your first listen of the day. Welcome back to the YouTube channel. Remember, every 250 subscribers, we are giving something away. We're up over 1,300. We're about 1,315 if mine... I think that's right, uh, right now. So make sure to subscribe down below. Keep us getting towards 500. And then like and comment on videos. Make sure you are in the contest. If, after talking with myself and Ruben Unajay in a second, uh, you don't know what to say, don't have anything to say, tell us in the comments down below what your favorite side to a steak is. If you're not a steak person, I guess, what your favorite veggie to something grilled would be. Um, but make sure you tell us that in the comments down below if you got nothing to say. Thank you all so much. I'm talking really fast because we have a special guest today, Ruben Unajay, your starting right tackle for the Houston Cougars. We'll be on to talk all things Big 12, Charity, and Steakhouse with us. So let's jump on in. And we are joined by, I want to say familiar face, but people might be more familiar with number 74, <laughs> Ruben Unajay. Ruben, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you, Parker? I'm good. Good to see you. Good to see you. I had the helmet on. Get to talk a little bit about football and the fun stuff yeah. going on this summer with Houston Cougars. Um, I want to talk about the state getting competition and that kind of stuff at the end of the last segment. Uh, I want to spend the second segment talking about the charitable work the offensive line is doing. But first, I want to talk football and getting ready for the Big 12 and all that kind of stuff. I got to ask, you had a couple of injuries of you know varying degrees the last couple of years. How's the body feeling? You feeling okay? Yeah, no, I feel 100% ready to get to work, dominate, do what we need to do, game in, game out to get our goals. Well, and so you mentioned dominate. You, uh, IMG is as big a high school football program as you can be at. You play yeah. initially at, in the Big Ten. That's big-time football, especially the people in the Midwest. As Houston moves into big-time football at the Big 12, not that – I mean, 12 and 2 is pretty big-time a year ago, but that's relative, right? Um, mm -hmm. What are you excited about, looking forward to? What can you tell us about moving into big-time football? I haven't played so much of it in the past. I mean, I just say it's just all all work. I mean, nothing really changed for us. You know, we have the same mentality that we had prior, like we go into every game expecting to win. You know, we prepare the hardest for every game, no game. Are we gonna prepare harder for it in the last? So it, it's more or less than it's more or less just keeping keeping the same the same, you know, let's not, you know, some people, some teams that moved into the Big Twelve may psych themselves out like, oh, we need to do a lot of things differently because we're in the Big 12. At the end of the day, football is football. As you can see, like when we went 12 and 2, we beat Auburn, SEC, you know, like at the end of the day, football is football. We prepare for that game. We're saying we prepare for any other game, you know. So I think we're just all like, we know what we're capable of. And it's more about proving ourselves right than proving everybody else wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You mentioned football is football. There is an interesting change, a lot of the continuity on the line, which I think is great moving to the new conference, but Nyagavi is new, right? And I've heard only positive things. Um, I, I think he seems like a great fit. Uh, but what can you tell us about what's been different this offseason with Nyagavi? Uh, I'm sure every O-line's coach a little different. We heard a lot about the run game. What specifically has been a little different with him? 
Uh, I would say just like, yeah, he has his own different terminology to, to things, you know. He has his own energy energy that he brings in day in and day out. That's different. Like he likes to say, let's get your chili hot, stuff like that, you know. And, and it, it, it's infectious. It's contagious, you know. So, like, he, he does really good at bringing energy. Like, he's really, you know, good on, you know, the run game and knowing, like, how the defense may play it. Like, what are different, you know, plays we can run off of this play, you know, off of this, out of this formation, this, that, and the third, you know. He's really good when it comes to, you know, knowing more about the game and, you know, stuff like that. All right, you got to tell me, when do you use get your chili, keep your chili hot in a second? <laughs> yeah, nah, it'd probably be, like, in a, he uses it anytime. Anytime where it's like, it's time to get going. He'd be like, yo, get your chili hot, get your chili hot, you know, <laughs> before a team, before we go out to practice, in the middle of indie, speech after practice, it doesn't matter. <laughs> He always finds a way to mention getting his chili hot, getting our chili hot. <laughs> okay, gotcha. That's just not what I heard before. Uh, coach talks fun. It's just not what I heard yeah. before. Um, Nigavi leads an O-line, and you lead an O-line group that has, um, like I said, a lot of continuity. The, as recording this, earlier today, the Shrine Bowl 1000, like the long list of people that chip away at to get to the East-West Shrine Bowl at the end of the season came out. And Houston actually, by my count, has six offensive linemen on the list, which is impressive because only five on the field at a time, right? So mm -hmm. yourself, Tyler, Peyton, Patrick, uh, Tank, and Jack are all on the list. Mm -hmm. um, what When you saw that come out, what does that tell you about the group you get to play with every day? I mean, I already knew before the list that we're special, you know. I mean, the list kind of just, I don't know, just bulletin board material, just, you know what I'm saying, just motivation, just to – keep going, keep striving, but it doesn't really tell me anything different about the guys I, I've been knowing. Kind of already knew we were all some dogs, you know? Well, and the the dog mentality is big time for offensive linemen. Uh, I, I talked to Patrick and Jack last week at Big 12 Media Days, and I asked them, so I'll ask you the same question, because you're also a leader on this offensive line. Uh, they've only sent two offensive guys to the Media Days, right? A lot of people see Houston and think of sexy wide receivers, big time passing quarterbacks, Numbers, 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 right? Mm -hmm. um, Houston sent a pair of offensive linemen to that thing last week. Yourself and five other teammates are offensive linemen on the Shrine Bowl list. What does it say about your offensive line room as leaders that, you know, you're not the big sexy names everywhere, but people are starting to recognize what's going on there? It's dirty hard work in the dark. That's all it is. You know, we do the dirty work. You know, other people may get the praise, you know, the life of a lineman, but the people who really know who know football, they're going to see why you have the Tank Dells, why you're able to have the Clinton tunes, you know. It's because, you know, you have a line that's giving you enough time and protecting well enough for you to throw the ball to a Tank Dell, you know, throw the ball, whatever, run the ball to before Alton McCaskill or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's just more so it, it, it's good to see that, you know, the more national view. But I think our team kind of already knew inside that like the line was definitely a core part of our team well it's one that you know i think you know i don't hope you don't feel like i'm speaking out of turn you guys have the biggest step up in responsibility moving into the big 12 right like your job gets the most or like the change in difficulty level i think goes at the most it's not to diminish like 
the Tulane defensive line or the Cincinnati defensive line, because Cincinnati is also in the Big 12, right? But like the week in, week out competition is about to be a, a big step up. What's the buzz been like for your offensive line group as that's been, I mean, that's on the horizon now. I mean, same mentality and nobody's like, like I was saying, we just keep the same mentality just one day at a time. Like no opponent's too big. No opponent is too small. Whoever it is, they're going to get ran over. So it doesn't, we're not really, we don't care about, oh, big 12 D line, whatever. Cause we, we went against draft picks. Like not only in practice, like Cincinnati, they had my Jay Sanders. He was a, Really good DN. They have the number one graded defensive player in the country with Claiborne. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I mean, battle tested. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's really tripping on no no team that we come come up against. We're gonna treat every team with respect. You know, and try to be the best we can. Well, and you mentioned the host of great guys you've played in and other teams, but you also and you accurately mentioned. Y'all have had a bunch of great defensive linemen come through at practice. Um, in the last kind of talk about football for a second before moving to the fun stuff, what is it like to, I mean, what is that competition like on a daily basis? I mean, that's like the most iron sharpens iron thing. When you get to go against like Nelson on a daily basis or Ugwegbu on a daily basis, like those guys are crazy talented, right? Like what does that competition look like on the inside? I mean, shoot, you got people trying to work their technique, trying to get better, you know, Good on good. It's just it's good going against these type of guys. Even before Derek Paris, Anthony Jones, David Anini, Logan Hall, Payne Turner, you know, all those guys, you know, it was just it made it to the point where when you get in game, it's really like, wow, these guys are not as good as the guys I go against in practice. So you get a confidence boost every week because I know I will never go against somebody in college with A's get off. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's having the cross shop and the hand swipe of Derek Parrish and the strength of him. Nobody's having the length of Peyton Turner, you know what I'm saying? Twitchiness of um, uh, who you call it, David and Nene. Like, there's so many play Logan Hall, you know what I'm saying? Right. I know Nelson Caesar, the guy has all the moves in the book. I know I'm not going to go against a DN who's going to know and have a counter to every single move, like in the NFL for sure. But, like, at the college level, like, I know I, I already looked ahead. Uh, none of them are, <laughs> are, like, they all have one thing, but they don't have, like, you know what I'm saying? All the No, things. yeah. Talk to me. Like, do you do you talk to the guys once – I mean, those guys move on to the league. They mentioned Derek is working out in Jacksonville, actually, as an offensive player right now, right? Um, do you keep up with them? Or are their lives just crazy? Because with the NFL schedule, I imagine they're crazy busy right now, right? Yeah, no. Nah, uh, Derek was just here last week. Me and him working out together, you know, getting some, like, technique, working technique. Anytime me and him see each other, we always work some type of pass reps. Like, we, we feed off of that. You know, PT was here. We talked, worked out. Josh Jones, we worked out this whole past week. You know what I'm saying? Talked to him about punch time and punch strike, you know. So, yeah, definitely uh, they be coming around and definitely pick their brain, you know. That's how you get better. That's got to be a great resource of of pros that come back to camp. I mean, Houston's a great city to come back and visit as a second home for sure, right? But to mm -hmm. come back and get to campus and get to work out with these guys that are pros, that's got to be awesome as a current player, right? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, in the second segment, I want to talk some about uh, the charitable work the offensive line's been doing. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So these days, every potential new hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs, you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Like if you're the Houston Cougars, you can find six offensive linemen that will be on the Shrine Bowl list like we've got. There are only five on the field at a time, folks. That's huge. That's big time. So go to LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to find those kinds of candidates for your team. Trust me, you're going to want those kinds of candidates on your team at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. It's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Um, in the second segment, I want to talk some about uh, the charitable work the offensive line has been doing um, because y'all did some really cool stuff this past week with uh, Hog Landscape Services, and you're doing some really cool stuff uh, next week. Um, talk to me about the charitable stuff you're doing. Last week, y'all packed a bunch of lunches for Kids Meal Inc. with Hog Landscape Services. Um so talk to me through what was that experience like? What's that NIL deal been like? What's it been like working and doing cool things for the community like that? Nah, it's been really good, actually, you know, working with them, getting to do that, because um, always, you know, when you're in a, a position of any type of privilege, it's always good to help people who are not as privileged as you, you know, and being able to play football and get paid even at the college level, you know, for it is a privilege, you know. So being able to just, you know, take time out of our day and pack lunches. We packed, I think, 500 lunches that day for the kids' meal uh, uh, company. And it, it, it was good because, you know, every single bag, you know, some kid was going to get that and it was going to make their life, even if it's 0.1% uh, better, is, is better. You know what I'm saying? Like, they may see one quote on a bag and it may make them be 0.1% happier, but it's better than what it was before. And I'm really, you know, thankful for whole uh, landscaping for getting that set up. So I know my teammates and I really enjoyed it. You know, it's always good helping back and giving back. Again, Hogue Landscape Services is helping donate kids meals. Uh, the link is below and in the show notes. A thousand dollars could feed 500 kids. Really cool stuff they're doing over there. You mentioned decorating bags. Yeah, nah, yeah. And we got some, we got some more things. We got July 14th. We got uh, our, uh, I mean, not July 14th, my bad. July 29th, handing out mattresses to families in need, you know, a better night uh, sleep. We got that coming up. So yeah. talk to me about what do you know about this mattress deal? Y'all handing out mattresses to the Houston Children's Charity, um, mattresses and box springs. What What are y'all, what's that going to look like? How can people get involved on the 29th? Yeah, uh, there's a link and I can send it to you after we get done with this and maybe you can tweet it out, but there's a link that people can get uh, involved in and it'll let them know what they can do to help. But that's going to be really good. It, cool projects for sure. You mentioned on the lunch bags, y'all were decorating bags, writing stuff on bags. First, what did you, what did you put on bags? What was your inspiration? Like, are you an artist? Were you writing quotes? Yeah, I'm definitely putting... not an artist, but I'm more of a vibe quote type of guy. You know, like, one day is going to pay off. You know, today may be dark, but tomorrow won't be. You know, just random quotes that, like, may sound cheesy, may not, depending on who's, you know, the one receiving, you know, the quote. But definitely quotes that, like, if you allow it to, you know, to have an effect on you, it definitely will. Because I know 
I used to be in that same situation not too long ago. And I know like when I used to get free food, like how much I, none of them had like any designs on the bag, but like just getting the food itself. Like I know how much that meant to me. And I only could imagine there was like, Oh, like there's a football team, like the Georgia football team were like, you know, writing words on these bags, words of like wisdom or words of encouragement on these bags. Like maybe like that, that would have had a big impact on me too. Cause I know the food itself did. And I was a young kid wanting to be great in football. And I'm saying, oh, one of these football players where I want to be is saying that, oh, it's going to get greater later. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, like, I may keep that bag and, like, remember it as, like, you know what? God sent me this as perfect timing, you know, right when I didn't believe that there was any hope, you know? So you never know. There's so many different, you know, scenarios that can happen in this world we live, this life we live, that might as well give it a go. Well, and it's touching to hear about, you know, the connections you have to this uh, type of a charitable endeavor, right? Um, I got to ask, are, you mentioned you did a very inspirational quote, trying to keep guys going, keep guys strong. Were there, was there any artists or the offensive and defensive linemen more quote guys? Any artists in the group? No, no, no. People were trying to be artists. You know, we had a couple of stick figures in there. <laughs> we, had, we, had, we had some smiley faces, you know, <laughs> some stickers, <laughs> but... We had no Van Goghs. I say that. we had no Van Goghs for sure. Definitely uh, elementary level of uh, art, artistry going on with the O-line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> level one artistry. Well, in that case, the quotes probably mean more. <laughs> yeah. They probably wouldn't have been able to make out what the pictures were. <laughs> they could have made their day worse. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, Cool, cool project y'all have been involved in. Keep up with the good stuff with uh, Hogue Landscape Services. Again, they've donated and they were involved in NIL early on. They got connected to Lincoln Cougs like over a year ago at this point. Up to 14 line. I think it's all linemen, right, uh, are involved in the, in the project. Um, really, really cool stuff that they've got going on. Um, that's not the only NIL thing you've got going these days. And I don't mean to like to, to spill the beans about where all your money. I don't mean I don't mean to talk about your money too much, but you're also working or there was some event with a steakhouse recently. Um, and the thing that caught my attention was there was a, a steak eating competition or something like that between the offensive yeah. line. Talk us through that night. Talk through the competition. What, what was going on there? Man, I'm still full. That was a crazy <laughs> night. But uh, yeah, we're eating. We had like five cuts of steak. And once you make it past the last cut, which was a tomahawk, it would have been sudden death with 16 ounce ribeyes. Only what? Two people made it past the tomahawk. But they both tapped after the Tomahawk. We didn't make it to sudden death. It was, it was fun, though, getting to see the offensive line and de defensive line compete against, you know, each other in a non, you know, physical way. You know, it was, it was really good to see it. You know, uh, you would think the offensive line would have won, you know, we're the heaviest guys on the team. But D-line, they got us by two ounces. Two ounces? That's so close, though, Ruben. Two ounces. <laughs> I was like, dang, look at me. I could have taken another bite. <laughs> I could have took one more bite. In the moment, it felt like, oh, I can't take another. But you know, I'm such a competitor that once I see that, at that point, it's like, dang, I could have made a little bit. I could have burped a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But so the funny. the competition was five cuts. Yeah. Did you do you remember what the five were? I mean, or is it just a, a meaty uh, haze? I think fillet, ten ounce fillet, uh, ribeye, T-bone, New York strip, tomahawk. Dang, that's a lot of beef. Um, yeah. And you mentioned the defensive line kept up, and the defensive line ended up winning by two ounces. Two ounces. Were, 
were there, and that's impressive in and of itself. Were there any impressive individual efforts? Like, I didn't know that the guy could do that. <laughs> Anything like that? Nah, I mean, everybody who kind of ate a lot, I expect you to eat a lot. <laughs> like Dot, Hakeem, Tank, and Max. Like, those are probably the heaviest guys that were there besides Jamari. Jamari disappointed me. I'll say that. Caldwell, number 93. I thought he would have ate the most out of eight because he weighs the most, but. He really ate the least. He'd been dieting pretty well, I guess. <laughs> Those diets. So <laughs> you say Doc. I would imagine Doc could put down some steak. Did Doc put down the most? Uh, no, nah, Tank did. Tank put down the most. <laughs> Doc put down second. Doc, Doc put down second most. Gotcha. Um, Tank's a big dude, too. That's fair. That's fair. Um, mm. And I guess I think of Pat as a big guy. He's really tall. He's not as heavy as some of the other guys are, right? Yeah. Um, a little different. Um, what? Not, I mean, Obviously, you're cramming it all in your face to win the competition. But which cut was the best? Uh, see, that's hard to say. The one I enjoyed the most was the was the first one, the fillet ten ounce, just because it was the first one. Probably like I came there hungry, prepared to eat. You know, so the first one definitely tasted the best. And as we kept going, I'm not gonna lie, kind of started getting tired of the <laughs> the taste of steak. But the first one. Was probably the best, but all in all, I know like usually I probably like uh, I like I like New York strips a lot. I like New York strips a lot. I don't like too much fat, you know. Like the red I has too much for me. Yeah, yeah. well, you know? and you're, you're an athlete. You don't want all that. Like you know, some retired athletes like this. Are you retired because it makes you feel like it was my decision, right? But like <laughs> retired, we, we we the fat's better for us. Like you need to stay leaner. Uh, so <laughs> I get that. Um, did they serve you sides at the steakhouse? Were you able yeah, to- we're, we're eating sides too. We got full off of sides too French fries, <laughs> sweet potatoes, uh, yeah, shrimp, stuffed shrimp, shrimp. Whoa, wait, shrimp as a side dish. To this, you're already eating five steaks. Yeah, I know. We were going crazy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm still full. Um, so I, I guess shrimp may be the obvious answer here, but when you go to a steakhouse, you get your, you know, New York strip, whatever. Do you have a favorite side? Do you go potatoes, vegetables? What do you go, get on the side typically? Uh, if I'm at Roof Chris, it would probably be uh, lobster and then lobster mac and cheese and sweet potato casserole. Oh, so that, that's like the really deck. That's big time, man. All right. All right. All right. I mean, that's like, <laughs> if I'm going to go big, I might as well go big. Or I can just yeah. go home, you know? <laughs> you know, For I might sure. as well go big. All right. A couple uh, quick hitter questions here. because And these are questions that you know, may feel like low stakes, no pun intended, but someone else might actually care a lot. Grill marks, do you want them straight or crisscross? I like crisscross. And then do you ever use steak sauce on the steak? Yes. Steak sauce on the steak. First Uh, bite, I may not, but for the rest, I will. First bite is just like, let me give the chef his, his, you know, his compliment and just like enjoy how he prepared it. But then after that, I'm going to definitely put some A1. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then this isn't quite steak, it's more barbecue, but you are from Georgia, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Went to high school in Florida, and now in Texas. Those are three really different types of barbecue. We're talking about beef, I think, like the briskets of the world and that kind of stuff. Do you compare barbecue across the South, or you just kind of let that be? I'll be honest, like, I remember when I first came to Texas, that was like a big thing. People talking like Texas barbecue. And then to me, to be completely honest, barbecue is barbecue. <laughs> the only, oh, yeah. the only, the only thing that's different is like how somebody may make their barbecue sauce, in my opinion. But like, I've had barbecue from Texas, Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, Florida. Like, I feel like they all 
like all the meats are literally the same. You know, you can't. The meats are the same. It's just how long they cook it, or the uh, really the barbecue sauce is the difference. And I'm a sweet baby raised guy anyway. So, <laughs> are you are you a big condiment sauce guy? Steak sauce, sweet baby raised, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I don't even think about. I mean, yeah, I'm a con- I'm a condiment guy. I don't really like my food dry. I'm a condiment guy. Like I don't eat fries plain pancakes or nothing like yeah i definitely need my condiments for sure <laughs> fair enough other beef question uh best hamburger spot around houston you've been to best five burger guys about you you're a five guys guy i feel like five guys is probably the most consistent burger place you can go to people and try it- to put me on a burger joint i thought it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> wait so who tried to lead you down that path because you do not seem impressed now, my uh, Braylon Jones he used to uh, play here. Oh, guard, you know, but he tried to put me on burger joint. I was like, yo, this place is terrible. Five Guys is probably the best burger burger spot I've had, probably in general, to be honest. It's pretty good. Honestly, at Five Guys, I feel like I spend a lot of time eating the peanuts in line. Like, I'm not like, I'm not even like a peanut guy like that, but that's just what I end up doing, you know? No, nah, that's no, nah, that's that's fair. I should probably start doing that too. It's there for me to. <laughs> Eat. I just don't. <laughs> I'll be sure too. Um, and as a condiments guy, I got to ask, what do you put on your burger? Uh, ketchup, mayo for the condiments, but then I like lettuce, tomato, and cheese. It's pretty simple. Simple, simple stuff. You know what stuff. I'm saying? I don't like having mushrooms and all that. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't like all that. I, don't like, I hate pickles and I hate mustard. <laughs> That's a big okay. thing about me, pet peeve. If anybody wants to know, no pickles, pickles no mustard. Gotcha. Hate I say it every gotcha. single time. No pickles, no mustard, no onions. <laughs> no onions. So that really is very like pure, like beef and a little bit kind of, and that's good. There you go. Um, is is when you were in the offensive alignment are going out? We mentioned y'all had a steakhouse night uh, on this nil deal, um, and then on Thursday night you're actually doing. A deal at Palm. I guess before I move on, my next question: What's this deal with Palm Restaurant on Thursday night? I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know too much about it. Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm you just gonna show out. up and eat? Like, what? Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to figure that out too. After <laughs> real, I don't know too much. I don't know too. But yeah, no, definitely. Uh, we have an event at Palms, you know, and there's another event at Saltgrass too. The Palm yeah, and Saltgrass. Um. Have you ever, as an offensive line group, been at a restaurant, Palm Restaurant, we'll use it, you know, or Sawgrass, wherever, and had a bunch of people be like, oh, my God, look at those people eating all that. Like, is that, do y'all, like, catch a lot of attention like that? Yeah, funny, uh, with Matt Hogue, uh, with Hogue Landscaping, after the uh, our last game of the season, they took us out, the uh, offensive line, to Roof Chris, and uh, everybody was just, like, staring at when we all walked in. <laughs> they were just being loud and obnoxious, you know, in the private room. But they loved it, though. They loved it. But that was definitely <laughs> funny, though. There's the whole office line there. For sure. For sure. Um, that's really that's a thing about office line and eating like the way we would have done it is like back in the day, uh, we, we'd had practice in it on a Thursday. And then um, after we'd go to like lineman dinner. Right. And like we'd go to like we were cheap. We'd go to Olive Garden or something and get the all you can eat possible. Do y'all go out as a group, as a full office line group often to eat? Or is it more like, you know, some of like you, Jack and Pat, and then some of the younger, like Carson and Pancake? Like, how, how do y'all do, how do y'all do, y'all I mean, do yeah, group? Right now, it's kind of like that. But when we get in season, every uh, Thursday, we go to Damaris and we have like a office of line and quarterback little Thursday dinner. 
before we fly out Friday. And now that in the world of NIL, I've been paying attention. You make the quarterback pick up the tab, right? That's, oh, yeah, that's... he got to. Donnie or Lucas, <laughs> whoever the highest, Golden, whoever the highest, you're going to have to pick up the tab. I sure. guess that's the, that's true. When you have Donovan and Lucas this year, they can split it. <laughs> you have to do something. <laughs> um, and maybe that'd be the ultimate competition to it too. It's like, listen, who's gonna get the tab, man? Who's gonna <laughs> man, whoever gets the tab gets blocked for harder? <laughs> you said it. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. <laughs> um, no, okay. So I'm not gonna put you in a spot. Make you talk about the competition. We'll talk later. I'm sure, and we can compare the two if you want. Um, I'm not gonna make you do that right now. Um, but I'm excited to talk to you about the off season, that kind of stuff, and the food and and that kind of situation around Houston. Um, I'm excited to plug and continue to plug the great NIL and charitable work y'all are doing. Um, anytime, Ruben, that that stuff's coming up, you know, come in and talk about it. Or if it, you know, you feel like you had a particularly good Saturday, you want to talk about it on a yeah. Sunday. You know, we can talk about that too. I'm happy to yeah, have you man. on, man. Um, before we get out of here, you are kind of, you're working with ESPN this summer. You are oh, kind of yeah, working yeah, towards yeah. a little bit of media stuff. So you know, plug what you're doing. I mean, you're 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 kind of trying to come up in this. Yeah, 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 for surely, for surely, yeah. I've been interning with uh, ESPN a little bit for, like, the past, like, six months. You know, I did a couple Saturday shows, you know, got the – I was just in with uh, Lance Zerline and John, like, two days ago. I got in the last segment. But, yeah, it's really good. You know, I have my own um, YouTube channel called uh, Euro Speaks. You know, I sent it to you in my own podcast show called uh, The Rupil which I want to pick up even more when we get into the season. I want to do uh, post-game interviews. You know, I'm going to interview some of my teammates right after the game, win or loss, you know what I'm saying, uh, and see if I can get my head coach in it too or some of the coaches. Get different perspectives, you know, even if it's for like five minutes, ten minutes, give it to the fans raw. You know, I feel like they'll like that and hopefully soon get in some uh, day-in-the-life type vids, you know, give people the perspective how it is week in and week out, you know what I'm saying, of a college football player chasing his dream, you know. That that post-game Dana video might need to be either edited or, like, give a warning. <laughs> hey, I want it raw. I want it hey, whatever, whatever it said needs to be said. I want, it, I want it raw. I want it how, you know, as a fan, if I was a fan, I would want it like that. You know, that's how I want to – that's how I want to give my content. I don't want to be, you know, politically correct or, you know, to an extent. But, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to – try to like change so much of who I am to where I'm not me or same with the person I'm interviewing. I want everybody to, you know, get the authentic version, you know, of everybody, you know, in the podcast. For sure. Well, Ruben Unijay, you can follow him at runijay on Twitter. Uh, you also mentioned you have a YouTube channel. We'll try If you send me that, we'll link that in the yeah, show notes. You can click on that for sure. Make sure you follow the good work happening with uh, Ruben's doing it. And then Hogue Landscape Service is also doing it. We'll throw all those kind of donation links in, in the show notes as well. Um, thank you so much for today, Ruben. Excited to talk to you. And it's an exciting time to be Houston Cougar. So, man, yeah, go nah, Cougs. Thank you. Go Cougs. Go Cougs.